behalf of Long Hill Chapel, I just want to welcome you and thank you so much uh, for being with us this Christmas Eve 2023. Uh, we are so glad that you're here, whether you call this your church home, whether you're our guest. Uh, my name is Michael Hottie. I'm the lead pastor here, and I just want to wish you a very warm welcome and a Merry Christmas. I promised the folks who came to the service this morning that this would be the service with more candles and less preaching. And so uh, relax, we won't be here for very long. Uh, but. I don't know about you, uh, tonight I just want to share from my heart, um, you know, this has been one of those years, this has just been one of those years, at least in our family it has, maybe it has in yours, maybe you've, uh, you've had a year where it's been the opposite of that, and uh, I'm just so thankful that's true for you, but this has been a year for us, and as I heard Don and Barb read the words tonight of our Advent reading, that the light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it, I can feel that very personally in what I've experienced in my life, and maybe you can too. And that's such the good news of Christmas, is that this message of hope that we have in Jesus Christ, it meets us wherever we find ourselves. You know, maybe you're on the mountaintop tonight and everything is going great, and there's such joy, and so it's easy for you to sing the words, joy to the world, the Lord has come. You know, but for some of the rest of us who are gathered here, we do so holding on almost in faith, just kind of by as much as we can grasp onto that there's meaning, that there's hope, that there's more here than we hope that there is. And the thing I love about the story is that it's an unlikely story of Christmas at every level. Tonight, uh, we read about the third song of Christmas. Our series this uh, past month has been about the four songs of Christmas that we find in the, uh, the gospel account of the Christmas story from the Gospel of Luke. And tonight we heard about the one that most of us are familiar with, and it's the Song of the Angels. And they appear on the countryside to a group of shepherds, and most of us have seen probably a few dozen Christmas pageants, and so we have this very romantic, ideal version of what that looks like. But really, shepherding at that time was being out alone in the elements, in the dark, all alone, far away from people, uh, doing a menial thing that you probably would do for the rest of your life, you know, until you passed on and your children took up the same crushing task. And so it wasn't a hopeful existence. And some of us feel that kind of existence in our lives, in spite of the blessings of where we live, in spite of the lights and the bells and the songs. You know, and the gifts and the presents and the food and all of the wonderful things that mark this season, we feel that kind of darkness and we feel that kind of isolation in our lives. And the thing I love about this story is that the angels didn't appear to the best crowd. They didn't appear to the people who had it all together. They didn't appear to the people, you know, who were the most worthy or the most deserving. They appeared to the shepherds. And shepherds at that time would have had very little social standing, even less so maybe than we might even think about. They wouldn't have even been credible witnesses. They wouldn't have been the kind of people that if you were making a big announcement that was good news of great joy, uh, you wouldn't give that message to a bunch of shepherds. But God saw fit to give that message of hope to them. And he saw fit to give that message of hope to you. Wherever you find yourself tonight, he saw fit to give you that message of hope that born this day is a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And Jesus was born a baby, but he would grow up to be a man, and he would grow up to face a cross, and he would grow up to die for the sins of humanity, for my sin, for your sin, and for the sin of this broken world. 
But then he would do something miraculous. He would rise again on the third day. He would defeat the power of sin and death. And he would give us hope that is hereafter, but begins right now. And it's the kind of message, just like for those shepherds, inspires awe. It inspires a sense of awe. And awe reminds us that there's always something bigger at work than what we can see. All reminds us that there is always hope to be drawn to. And it's not just the good feelings. It's not just the traditions we love. It's not just the music. It's not just the eggnog. It's not just family gathered around. Those are wonderful things. But for hope to be more than just a sentiment, for more than just a feeling, it needs to be anchored in something. And our hope is anchored in Jesus Christ. And this is the kind of hope that you can have tonight. This is the kind of hope that as I hear, as we sing the songs, as we play the music, as we hear the story again, is the hope that I so desperately need to hear and maybe you do too. That you can believe in Jesus. That for God so loved the world that he gave. Just like the miracle of that appearance of the angels appearing to the shepherds to announce the news of this baby who would grow up to be the savior of the world, just like that miracle. This is a reminder that miracles happen. And friends, a miracle can happen to you because it's happened for you. So wherever you are, maybe you feel the light of Christmas tonight. Maybe you feel more like the shepherds. You feel isolated and you feel alone. You're wondering how to pull all this together. You're hoping that you hear something, that you experience something, that there's a sound or a smell or a word or an experience or a person or a phone call or the right gift or whatever it is that will evoke that sense of hope in you. There's something so much stronger that Jesus offers you. And because that miracle happened for us, the miracle can happen to us. Because tonight, friends, as we will remember in a very poignant and personal way in just a few moments, the light, the light of Christ, it shines in the darkness. And the darkness, whatever it is, the darkness of our situations, the darkness of our circumstances, even the darkness that we feel in our world around us, it cannot overcome that light. And so that's the hope we have. That's the hope that you have. That's the hope that you can walk out of these doors with tonight. Let's pray together. God, I thank you for all who have gathered. I thank you for those who uh, are gathering and they're singing the words and it just rings so true to them wherever they are. And I thank you for those who have come in tonight and they're not really sure what to think, what to believe. They're here because it's what you do on Christmas. God, I pray that you would meet each one of us where you're at with the hope of yourself, that we would not leave empty, but we would leave full of the light of Christ that shines in all matter of circumstances, a message that you saw fit to give to an unlikely audience. Maybe today that unlikely audience is us. So give us faith and open hearts to receive you, the real meaning of Christmas, the joy the light that came.
We thank you for this. We thank you that even as we gather again this Christmas and remember again that it is true, that it is real, and it is fresh in our hearts and our lives. We pray all this in Jesus' name.